Bro. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. A little bit of the bubbly. I did it for the rock. Give me what I want. Everyone has a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Mamma mia! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim and intern Mark. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. Welcome everyone to Three Count Thursday live here on February the 6th, 2020. Oops. I left the iPad volume up, so we heard a little, little echo in the chamber. Echo in the chamber. Now Ryan's mic's on. It is Thursday, February 6, 2020. We are the podcast of the millennium. We got tons to talk about this week, including less than 60 days until WrestleMania. Network changes and belts hurt. Belts sure. hurt. Pain don't hurt. But belts hurt. But first, make sure you head over to our website, 3CountThursday.com, number 3CountThursday.com. All of our social media is at 3CountThursday. Our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. You can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash 3CountThursday. We also are a proud part of NGSE Sports. So go to NGSEsports.com for all of the shows, all of the articles, and much more. We also stream daily at Sports. Dot com, Ryan. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. That's correct. We stream there live as well. So hello to everyone who is listening to us live on LeapSports.com. Greetings. And uh, we got a great show planned for you here tonight. Three, no, nay, four independent shows on the calendar for this weekend. Starting with uh, Friday, or it's all on Saturday. All on Saturday, February the 8th. We'll start in... Uh, Lewistown, PA. It is uh, CCW Classic Championship Wrestling presents Hardcore Heartbreak. There's going to be a theme over the next couple weeks, I think, with the independent shows. Hardcore Heartbreak is at MR Stacks Fitness in Lewistown, PA. Doors are at 5. Bell time is at 6 in Lewistown for CCW then if you have not been to Lewistown this time of year Ryan, what's this it like is the time of year to go Lewistown simply beautiful this time of is year is it is it simply just beautiful just beautiful all right and if you are following along with us in the live video please give it a like please give it a share we'd appreciate that uh and then let's go to Paulsboro New Jersey Monster Factory presents factory approved at the world famous Monster Factory in Paulsboro New Jersey Doors are at 6. Bell time is at 7. And then you have Infinite Pro Wrestling presents Heartbreak 2020 at the Harrington Fire Company in Harrington, Delaware. 
Ryan, have you been to Harrington, Delaware this time of year? I have. Is it? They have the casino right there in Harrington. Oh, is there a casino? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. But is it Harrington itself this time of year? Yeah, flat as hell. Beautiful. Delaware, just uh, flat as hell. Super flat. But, uh, if you the, like flat roads, Harrington, Delaware is the place Delaware to be. Delaware is the place to be. 6.30, door time bell at 7 there. And then MCW presents Future of Honor 4 at the MCW Arena in Joppa, Maryland. Doors 6.30, bell time 7.30. Joppa, a really easy drive from here, just straight down into Pencil, or into out of Pennsylvania. Out of Pennsylvania. Into Maryland. Folks, we have you covered not only in Pennsylvania, but New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland today. For independent professional wrestling, we are giving you places to go in the entire listening area for you to go support independent pro wrestling this week. Multiple states covered by us. Just us little three three count Thursday. 100% Devin, Charlie, Scotty, and many more following us here live in the video. We appreciate that. Give everybody following along. We see nine in there right now. Give it a like. Give it a share. Let's get that going uh, as many as possible. Uh, let's see, Charlie or uh, Scotty still says that we are better than Bruce Pritchard. We appreciate that. Um, I guess there's a New Japan show this weekend. There's a UFC fight on Saturday. He hopes we get snow. That's not cool, Scotty. Don't ever get, wish that'll that. get you blocked. Some uh, some breaking news, uh, and I got to find the sounder. Just coming uh, coming across the wire about uh, 20 minutes ago, PPW. We uh, regularly talk about PPW up there in Hazleton, Our PA. Our friends up north. They, uh, the first PPW that you and I attended, uh, Ryan, was when the uh, Stars of Impact Wrestling uh, were part of the show. And they've had multiple shows where they worked with Impact Wrestling. They have. Are Impact, they doing it again? They are, are they... doing it again. Really? Impact Wrestling back at it again Sunday, June the 7th. Now wait, this, wait, wait. Sunday? Right, not a Sunday I, show. I know. See, like, what usually uh, happens on Sundays? Did they, is it a pay-per-view? Live on pay-per-view on Impact Plus and Fight TV. PPW Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. It's a live pay-per-view Hot on damn. Impact Plus and Fight TV live, live, live from Hazleton, Pennsylvania. And if you've not been to Hazleton in June, it, that's dude. the month to visit it. Hazelton is just is just bustling with live plants and trees and other just lovely things up in Hazelton. Just lovely. June the seventh, you said. June Sunday night, June the seventh. Wow. wow, I'm marking that on my calendar. Yeah, I'm taking off the eighth. And uh, now, yeah, that's uh, that yeah. should be a real, real exciting night. So exciting news there from. Uh, from the PPW crew, so congratulations to them for uh, for getting that uh, that pay per view show. You um you wanted me to ask a question to one of our listeners. You wanted hey hey Charlie, how was the hockey game? Is that what you wanted to ask? I think yeah, that was the one. That, that was, was what the you one. wanted to ask there. I just didn't want you to forget that. Yikes! Yikes! Um, oh, Laura has a great idea. When we have breaking news, we should have the. Uh, Blues Clues mail song. Let me get some new. Maybe, maybe we can yeah, find we'll, that. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll look into that one. We'll look into that one. Good, uh, good call there. Every town is beautiful this time of year, Laura. You wouldn't you wouldn't understand unless you've been to every town like I've been. <laughs> it most certainly it's, is just a beautiful town. Now let's, uh, Ryan. Let's start with something. We're going to go a little bit out of order uh, on the uh, on the news tonight because this one this one came across I, I I saw it break across this afternoon. This is a pretty big deal. Um potentially. Potentially. Obviously the WWE Q4 
uh, report came out today. Uh, whenever these come out, like we kind of highlight them, but look, we're not financial experts. We're not, you know, same same way with like ratings. Like we're, you know, we report. Of course, them. we're not financial experts. I just got my income tax, and it's burning a hole in my pocket so bad. Uh oh. Uh oh. You want to go to Hollywood after? Sure. Let's do that. Actually, good night, everybody. Um, we're going to Hollywood. Uh, WWE announced their Q4 and full 2019 financials today. Revenues increased 18% to $322.8 million, which was the highest quarterly revenue in WWE history. Operating income increased 87% to $99.8 million. Um, revenues reached $960.4 million, the highest in company's history. Operating income, uh, $116.5 million. Uh, SmackDown successfully transferred to Fox Broadcast. Reviewership increased 20% over the prior year, fourth quarter, and uh, NXT extended its reach, airing live on the USA Network for the first time. WWE completed content distribution agreements with BT Sport, Viacom, CBS, Channel 5 in the UK, Fox Sports in Latin America, PP Sports in China, and <laughs> Super Sport. PP Sports? <laughs> oh, Ryan. PP Sports in China. And... uh. Super Sport in Africa, providing strong platforms, reaching WWE audiences in the region. Uh, WWE uh, digital game engagement continued to grow with video views up 10% to 34.5 billion and hours consumed up 7% to nearly 1.3 billion hours across digital and social media platforms. Billion? Billion. And, and again, that's why when we, uh, when we talk about ratings... That paragraph right there, those are ratings, people. They may not be traditional TV ratings, but those are ratings in and of themselves. Um, management believes WWE is well positioned to take advantage of significant growth opportunities. Company is pursuing several strategic initiatives that could increase the monetization of its content in 2020 and or subsequent years. Um, Vince McMahon said of the report during the fourth quarter, we expanded the reach of WWE's live programming and further engaged diverse audiences across platforms and formats. We believe the value of live sports to continue to increase, particularly in today's evolving media landscape. And we are well positioned to take advantage of this trend to maximize the value of our content. Um, which I also, I found something out during the Super Bowl on Sunday. We, we reported that story that we, the other week about, um, that new women's show coming to Quibi.com. Uh, we found out Quibi, what yes. Quibi stands for. Quick bits. Quick bits. And uh, it's all the all the programming is under ten minutes on Quibi. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I didn't know that before the Super Bowl. It is ten minutes in and out. In and out. Ten minutes in and out. If I did, never mind. I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a funny joke. They might as well just call that like. Come in my face. Poop shows. Well, yeah, pretty much. Really? Like, oh, I got I got to sit on the crapper. Um, I better load Quibi. I'm going to pull up a Quibi. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go take a Quibi. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> But this uh, this one came across, and, and I know uh, Devin uh, asked if we were going to be covering it, and, uh, and we absolutely are, because this one, this one kind of came out from nowhere, in my opinion, uh, and kind of caught, I think, everybody by surprise today. Uh, WWE considering selling pay-per-view rights to quote major streaming service. Um, this this article in itself is from SI.com, but uh, pretty much everybody picked this one up this afternoon. Yes, yeah, a big one. Uh, WWE is in talks to sell some of its video content, including pay-per-view broadcasts, to major streaming services. Company chairman Vince McMahon said on Thursday's uh, earnings call. 
Uh, WWE has been in the process of expanding the streaming network, the uh, the WWE network, to include tiers of access uh, at different price points ranging from free to $15 per month. The tiered network offerings were supposed to launch in January, uh, but were put on hold. Vince McMahon said during the conference call, well, we have a lot of options. We could continue on as we are now with a free tier and in more in a, in a, and a more enhanced paid tier. Right now, there's no better time to exercise the selling of our rights to all the majors who, quite frankly, uh, are really clamoring for our content. So uh, that could be a significant increase, obviously, in terms of revenue. Uh, WWE intern, interim CFO Frank Riddick said everything was on the table. There's obviously nothing... Uh, there's nothing, obviously, the devil's in the details in any of these arrangements, but at this point, there's nothing that looks like it would be anything to, would stop us from doing a different type of transaction with the network if we choose to. Uh, if WWE sells some rights to another streaming service, an announcement is expected in the first quarter of 2020, uh, McMahon said. Um, moving pay-per-view events, the biggest draw of the for the potential uh, network subscribers, uh, off-network would be a significant change in strategy for the WWE. WWE Network subscriptions decreased 10% in the final quarter of 2019, they announced, to approximately $1.42 million. The company does expect subscriptions to increase to about $1.47 million in the first quarter. It's WrestleMania season, baby. Uh, WWE stock plunged 27% overnight last week after the company's two co-presidents. George Barrios and Michelle Wilson were forced out. We talked about that last mm-hmm. week here on the show. Uh, the stock dropped another 15.5% Thursday after the company's reported fourth quarter revenue fell short of estimates. So again, we talked about you know revenues being up and things like that, but it fell short of where they were um, targeting uh, as a company. So um, like here's the thing, man, uh, and, and we already have a couple of comments here. Uh, what's going on, Tate? Cousin Brian, Charlie? Uh, Diane's in here, Lee's in here again. Uh, we appreciate this. Uh, if you're following along with us, uh, let's see here. Cousin Brian says, uh, pay-per-views are why I have the network without them. I'm probably out, uh, and I'll miss pay-per-views from then on. Uh, Charlie says if they get rid of takeover, he's out. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Devin says if Vince does this, he's a dumbass. People will be pissed if this happens. Um, oh, Charlie's got to go. Wife just got home. Whoop, whoop. Um, Here's the deal, man. Like, I think in, in in these sort of conference calls, these quarterly reports, stuff like that, they're, they're going to talk about pretty much kind of anything that's going on from a business perspective because the people that are generally more interested in these sort of things are your uh, sponsor, uh, your sponsors, your networks, and your paid uh, investors, being that you're a publicly traded company, right? Those shareholders, right? you know, the people that are you know are are, are paying you. For the uh, for your your company, the people that right now, because of the stock tumbling, are spooked. Yeah, so you spooked. have to say things that seem extreme to calm them down, get trading on a good number again, have a bit of an upswing, and then we can have some serious discussions about this. And apparently, during the uh, during the call. Vince McMahon and and Riddick and any any of the other executives that were on the call like re- had to reiterate numerous times and I don't know if there was questions about it but like that the XFL is completely separate right from the WWE like a couple like it was two like two years ago Vince sold a shitload of his shares of WWE to 
fund the XFL. Right. So the XFL is Vince's money. Like, if the XFL fails, Vince loses money. If WWE fails, it's not going to. Um, Obviously, the McMahons lose money, but so do the investors and all of that stuff that are within the WWE um, you know, the, the, the company that, that, the publicly traded company. So, um, and yeah, like Vince is probably paranoid. He's going to lose money. The investors are probably paranoid. Like I want to pull up the, the, the stock number today because yeah, I sent that picture across this morning, uh, on our social media and to you guys in our group text. Um, like now's the, again, if you're, if you're looking to buy, uh, now's the time to buy. So it closed at forty four point five today. Okay, um, that what's was that was 50, down nine point eight. What's the fifty two week high on that? Uh, let's see the one year. The the it the, should be on the bottom. Uh, it should that. give you a one year high. Oh, one hundred point four five. Yikes! Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's taking a hit. Uh, the the fifty two week low, I believe, was uh like today. <laughs> uh, yeah, at forty point two four. So, that's scary, especially like we saw it dipping this morning mm-hmm. before we even had the conference call. The conference call was scheduled at 11. Sure. The investor call, Q4. So we, there was already unrest before the call even began. At 9.30 this morning, it was at 40.19. Okay. So the conference call started at like 11. Okay. It peaked before the conference call. Oh, so, so it was going up. So a it oh, came okay. up to 46.8. At ten forty-five a.m. and 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 then what was it yesterday? And then about Show me the last five days. At the, I feel like this morning it dropped there. Oh yeah, to the low, and then it okay, yeah so it, it rebounded. It, you know, the and day here's of, the thing: okay. today was the day the the report came out. Right, we had already kind of been aware that that the that the the report was not going to be great. I mean, you fired your president a week ago, <laughs> so you know it it wasn't good. You know, it went from it went from sixty two um, last Thursday to forty eight last Friday. Yeah, because that was the first day of trading after you fire your president. <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah, th- th- this shouldn't come as a surprise. Now, the the numbers themselves um, don't sound great. Uh, hi, Frank. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us again, everybody. If you're following along with us live, interact with us here in the chat. We appreciate that, and uh, and give us uh, give us a share. Get as many people in here as possible. Start a watch party. I know I did that already. Um, you know, so so these these bi- these bits of news um, are not great, but we also need to keep it in a bit of perspective because again, um, revenues reached nine hundred and sixty point four million dollars. That's if you're keeping track at home, almost a billion dollars in revenue. Money. Right. So. And again, and a, a lot, lot of that is, I think, TV money, TV money, and Saudi Fox money. and Saudi money, yeah. right? Right. And 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 yes, which is fine. They're making money. It's a business, right? Exactly. That's what you got to do. You know. So there's 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 push and pull. The the numbers, subscriber numbers, some of the the live attendance numbers. Like we're not going to go into full detail. We're not going to do a a two hour show on the ins and outs of the quarterly report. That's not that's not what we're here for. Um, but you know, some of the numbers, some of the bits and, and pieces of this were not what the WWE is expecting, and when that happens, right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, investors get spooked, sell stuff off. That happens with every company. Yes, right. Yes, um, I, you know, like I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a stock guy, but today I guarantee you, as quarterly reports came out, 
There was a lot of companies who were perceived one way that sold, and there was other ones that bought. So there was there was risers and fallers today. I uh, there's one person I can honestly tip my hat to, and that's where I've like learned my most about stocks. I know, I know who you're gonna say. I know you know who I'm gonna say. I know exactly who you're gonna say. And that that person's changed my life for the good with what I've learned in in his class in high school. And I feel like every student should have had to take his personal money management class. A shout out to to Mr. Morris tonight because uh, my man, yeah, yeah, I love that guy. I was the, so he was my favorite teacher. He was my favorite teacher, bar none. And and an Eagles K fan. through twelve, he and I had so much fun with our back and forth. I believe it with the Cowboys and Eagles. Man, that I guy taught it. me so much on the drums and everything. I uh, absolutely love that dude, and I love that family. That family is awesome. Amen. Um, Lee says the business end may have dropped, but in his opinion, the on TV product has gotten better. Okay. I absolutely agree. And we're going to dig into raw and AEW and NXT from this week. Uh, I thought raw was a great show and my God, uh, that crowd in Salt Lake city this Monday on raw first off and Kudos to the WWE and also like Drew McIntyre, and I can't remember if any other superstars did it in promos, but giving the Salt Lake City crowd like recognition for getting it. Like they had. Can we just take a second and recognize all wrestling crowds so far this week? Because AEW didn't have a huge crowd yesterday. They were loud. And they were loud and hot, and it looked like they were having a great time. Let's give a credit to Full Sail and the NXT crowd who responded appropriately and just great with the Charlotte Flair angle. I loved everything that the crowd responded to just perfectly yeah. over these days. And you're absolutely right. Calling out Raw on that Salt Lake City crowd was a, a big rainstorm. Is that what it was? Snow, snowstorm. Snow. Okay. Yeah. It that, pretty, pretty severe. Like, I mean, the, the state, all state like offices and... Uh, any government agencies, anything that was state-run in Utah was closed at 10 a.m. Of course the government would shut down early. Government shut down 10 o'clock, tweets from the governor, this and that, stay in your homes, all of that. Wrestling fans are like, F this, I got Raw to go to. Right. And, uh, and man, they were freaking loud, and, uh, and it was awesome. And I thought the show uh, was really good for it as well. But let's get back to this, this uh, topic with the... Um, with the potential moving of pay-per-views off the network. Um, first off, in my in my opinion, and again, this is just, you know, wrestling fan dude with a podcast on a Thursday night opinion. I do not think that the, that they are going to move pay-per-views off the network. I really don't. But here's the thing. Again, we're talking about the fact that, you know, when you're talking to investors who might be a little bit spooked, if you can be like, yeah. And I, I don't know if specifically ESPN Plus was mentioned, but I saw a lot of people, like journalists and things in the know this afternoon that were talking about that being a potential landing spot for WWE pay-per-views, similar to like the UFC deal for their pay-per-views. So like if you have an investor and they're getting a little bit spooked about like, oh my God, you know, these were, numbers weren't as good as we thought. And you're going to be like, hey, we might be moving pay-per-views to ESPN Plus and standard pay-per-view again. And you're going and and you know they're they're offering us you know X amount of money or you know some serious money and is it that's to make a person who's concerned about their investment in the WWE 
right, has to make investment them feel better. Will raise again and be worth more than yes. it is today. Yes, because that that's that's the game when you're when you're in the stock market. That's the game. Is is your whatever you? That's why they say buy low, sell high, because when you buy low and that stock rises, you make you money. make money. And if you're you know like when the WWE. You know, when they went from, you know, 60 to 40 and then today, you know, everybody's selling it off because there, there's a bit of paranoia out there. Yeah. So it happens. You know, that that's that's part of the game that is the stock market and, and, and being involved in financially in these companies. So I don't think they're going to move it because and, and to, to coin a phrase, use a coin of phrase, um, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't. Put the toothpaste so, back in the tube. You know, WWE Network comes out six years ago now. Which how hard is it to believe that? That's nuts. Um, and and you went from because here's the deal. And I'm gonna I'm, I've been honest about this since we started our show about six years ago. Right. Um, before the WWE Network, I always would have like a watch party for Rumble, Must, Mania, has to. SummerSlam. Correct. The- and sometimes Survivor Series. However, those other months, I either would not see the pay-per-view or I would, you know, not see Ill- the IllegaChinaStream.com. It's a great website. Or, or, um, so, the now, I watch every pay-per-view. Correct. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've probably missed live about a handful of WWE pay-per-views right in the last 6 years. Sure. So like if you want people to be engaged with your product with your monthly pay-per-views, can't take them off the network. You can't take them off the network. And like here's the thing, like the the, the only way like the only thing that I could even is if you would and I again, this would not happen is you would put WrestleMania on a different service. Everybody's going to get WrestleMania, right? So, like, I would rather just the network go up to fifteen bucks a month. Well, that too. Yeah, I would exactly. rather do that. And maybe it's just because I'm lazy and I don't want to go subscribe to other services. But if you if you take off any of the pay per views, I don't know if I'm staying with the WWE Network on a consistent basis. I mean, I would because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the cancel and or whatever game. Do me something like serious. And when I'm about to leave, you'll bring me back in for a really good price for a year or something like that. Well, just create a new email address. <laughs> See, man, no, I'm too lazy. I'm to too do lazy. That. Uh, uh, Lee brings up a great. What if WWE were to charge for pay per views through the network, like the ESPN Plus model for UFC? I think that's a much better idea, and I think that's where the, that's kind of where the the so tiered... I'm subscribing to the WWE network mm-hmm. for ten bucks a month. Well, like you always have. What would it cost me to get a pay-per-view then? An extra $5 a month then. For the for the for so the 15 paper- bucks a month. Yeah, for the pay-per-view package. So you so like and this is hypothetical. This isn't from the WWE. I feel like that could be really really abused. Let's say you I Tim get together, one person buys the $5 package a month and we just rotate that. Rather I mean, than charging I mean, to be fair, 15 bucks a month. To be fair flat. right now, the network could be abused cuz I know they said like they were gonna. Yeah, they they've not they, been able they, to do They that. have not limited because here's the thing: I've had pay per view like I've had it on my Roku, 
Right. And like, if Big Jim's got to take a boom boom during the the show, you pull it up on your phone. Pick up the iPad or the, or the iPad, phone. Right. Take it into the crapper with you. You don't we'll miss a match. Together, right. and you can watch it together. So like, there's there's no, you know, like I like my brother has my network login. Right. Like so he you know so he can watch he wrestling can if, 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 if he chooses to. So yeah, he can mama Mia with us. Um, you know, I, I just I I don't. Uh, I, I, I if they're going to do the tiered thing, so again, maybe you have a you know your your what you have now, but to be able to watch the pay per views, it's an extra five dollars. Right, that's fine. I'll pay it. I'll gladly I'll do pay fifteen it. bucks a month. <clears throat> Leave everything else alone. Plus, I get the really cool network shows, much like the uh, the the ruthless aggression thing that's going to be starting. Like, oh, I dude. want to check that out. Yeah, if on you the have network, not, if you have not seen the uh, the trailer for that, wait until we're done with this show. Plus, if they sweeten the deal and bring in like some indie shows, like we've talked about, evolve sure. ICW or something like that, then yeah. Fifteen bucks a month for that, sure. And here's the thing too. Like another thought I have is like, so let's say I do the tiered, you know, say I get the top tier. How about you throw everybody who's a subscriber to the top tier, like, you know, on a on pay per view Sunday, a, you know, one month a free shipping code for the WWE shop, you know, a special, you know, I love free shipping. You know, you know, one free T shirt with twenty five dollar purchase anything you know something like that so there's even more of an incentive because like you're already if you're buying one t-shirt you're paying for like six from the from a cost standpoint to the wwe sure um let's see scotty asks what happens to takeovers i think i think takeovers even if wwe would move pay-per-views off the network takeovers takeovers are staying on the network i agree i i think so um so if it ain't broke, don't fix it um apparently is broke somewhere Something's broke somewhere, and he said, "Why don't? Why can't they just leave it alone?" That's not how business works. If you're if you're staying still in business, you're moving backwards. Kmart, but, Sears. I mean, like Netflix has got has has changed pricing and has pricing tiers. Hulu has different tiers and different price points. Sirius. I think has, Netflix went up a dollar not too long ago. Like all of their tiers just went up a buck. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And you know, I don't even know how much my Netflix is. Hulu's, I couldn't the, even tell Hulu's you. the same way. You can do, you know, Hulu free. You can do Hulu, uh, you know, Hulu. What? And then you can, can do you like, Hulu dance. Uh, not right now. I hurt my back this week. Oh, like vertebrae. Uh, I broke my back. Spinal. Oh, sp- spinal. Oh, okay. Um, and the and you know, like you know, Hulu has the Hulu Plus Live option. So there's all different tiers there. Every. You know, and like, cause I, I've actually looked into, cause I'm looking at leaving direct TV. Um, but you know, I've looked into like the, uh, like voodoo.com, vudu.com. Yeah. That's that Godsmack song. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Who knew they were years ahead of their time on that one. Um, and there's different options there. So everywhere you go, there's going to be, there's tiered options. The WWE currently doesn't have that. Uh, Scott says you're just being too creative. But I think that's what you need with this network. If you, if I have to pay five dollars more a month, and I don't feel like I'm getting that value out of what I'm getting today at ten bucks a month, so they'd have to sweeten the deal somehow with some indie shows or something like that, or separate pay per views or something. If they're going to charge me more, yeah, I feel like I'm going to want more. That's what she said. A five dollar more is is a steep jump. You, you can you can give me a buck, and I'm never going to bat an eye. But you do five I'm, bucks I, at a time. Let's be honest. Like, I'm yeah. probably not batting an eye at five. I'm really, I'm not either because again, I'm just too lazy to cancel it. 
Plus, I don't remember my sign-in, so then, like, once I cancel it, I have to create a new password. Well, it, to me, it's not even. Pain. It's not even about laziness. To me, it's like five dollars really isn't that much. And again, if 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 in Lee's scenario, five dollars is for the pay-per-views, I'll gladly spend five dollars sure. a month for for a pay-per-view. Here's the deal: I won't have the network for ten bucks a month without the pay-per-views. I will subscribe intermittently, probably, and watch the shows that I would want to watch. Your 24s uh, in a clip, the ruthless aggression thing when that comes out. And then I won't have it for a month to, or to two. To me, it would probably... I'll be on vacation. I won't need it in the summer. To eh. me, it would probably depend on when your takeovers fall, if you add more UK takeovers, and if you would add more like live you know, indie content. So if you would What have, was your favorite match from the UK takeover? Uh, it was that one. Is that one? Um, uh, Scotty says the network's fine. The network is fine, Scotty, but like it, it's. It needs to make money. Yeah, if exactly. It's not making the right amount of money. It's not fine to the. WWE. So again, like, you know, I, I think if they if they if they have a if they have a free setting, if they have a five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar. Um, you know, they're going to, they're going to find a way to make it work. Cause like, here's the thing, like when Netflix first came out, like when it was first streaming, like it was what, $4 a month. And now it's probably up to like 18 or something like that. Um, but here's the thing. Now you also have Netflix. Netflix originally. It was just the DVDs in the mail. DVDs in the mail. Yeah. And then when they started streaming, you had to do either streaming or DVD. Right. And then you could do both. And then. Blockbuster did their DVD thing, couldn't do it right, went out of business. It went out of business. Um, but, like, you know, now Netflix is, like, crazy expensive, but uh, you get Netflix produces movies and produces shows and produces comedy specials, like, that are Netflix exclusive. So, guess what? Like, there's a lot of things that the WWE Network give you, gives you that – People just kind of like expect anymore, like the 24s, like the 365s, like the ride alongs. And guess what? All of that stuff costs money to produce. There are people. Right. The people are there. It, it costs directors, people to produce it, though, correct? Scotty says he's okay with tiered pricing as long as the product improves. In what way? I mean, I think the product has dramatically improved over the past six to 12 months. I think, I think. WWE from an from a product standpoint is uh, is much uh, much better. All right, so Netflix uh, last year hiked their standard tier pricing from ten ninety nine to twelve ninety nine, and that offers two HD streams. It's an eighteen percent increase. This was last year. Their premium package, um, which was thirteen ninety nine, went up to fifteen ninety nine, which is a fourteen percent increase. Okay, and their single form non HD stream, which is like the basic plan. Went from seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine a month, so that was a twelve and a half percent increase. And people still subscribe to Netflix. In fact, it's probably doing better today than it was last year. And like you said, they're producing movies, they're producing their yeah. own shows. Scotty, um, and I don't think I don't think it's as simple as the network isn't making money because of poor storylines. Like I, I don't think that that because I mean, if you don't, if you're not watching the TV product, why would you have? The network. If sure. the TV product turns you right. off, I'm not going to give but, them but, more but money. But again, in the same time, poor storylines is subjective. Like, you know, the, the you know, it, like it, that. That's th- those aren't those things aren't one in the same. The, 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 the 
I mean, indiv- individual, yeah. individually, it might be right. So if it's subjective enough, though, then I'm not going to. Do you subscribe to New Japan World? I don't, but I don't enjoy New Japan wrestling. There, you finally said it. Because it's just it's, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And but I haven't really been like shy about that either. No, I, don't like, think I mean, you like have. I've watched, I've watched a Wrestle Kingdom, and but it's I think still happening. A majority of the fans that watch that programming thinks the storylines are fine. Do they have storylines? They do. Japan? They don't just wrestle for the sake of wrestling. Okay. If AEW had a streaming service launched tomorrow, would you subscribe? I probably would. If it if if there would be enough content to justify it and Okay, that's a good point. And I mean with four pay-per-views a year, uh probably uh watch our back content of 6 weeks of, of television. Six, yeah, 6 weeks of television. Um let's see what Frank says. He says, "Honestly, I always thought there would be more newsy, quote-unquote, wrestling shows, kind of like WWE backstage on the WWE network." Uh, with the depths of roster, there are many more creative things they could do with the full network. I agree. I I, I think they are missing some opportunities. Um, and I I said, you know, back even when they first when the network first came out, I thought that they had an opportunity to, um, you know, instead of breaking Hall of Fame announcements through SI.com, and I get that right. there's a degree of you know money exchanging hands for those report, you know, those exclusives. I think it legitimizes the WWE when SportsIllustrated.com. Oh, sure. You know, absolutely. Yeah. But I always thought, like, you know, if you tweet out from, you, you know, post to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and this and that, today at, you know, 10.30 a.m., tune to the WWE Network for a huge announcement. Right. And then that's where you announce, you know, the Bushwhackers are getting into the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, or, or you There's know. There's plenty of things you can do, and we can sit here and, and spit ideas all night you can show the dark main event for raw and smackdown on the network yeah the network cousin Cousin brian says he still has a blockbuster card i believe it i totally believe that. i believe it um yeah the deal i still have a library card and i'm sure cousin brian's used blockbuster more recently than i've used the fucking library i I would be willing to get uh to to to, uh, guarantee that as well um to 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 today james uh Scotty says storylines in New Japan and uh, are different. Seeing Reigns and Corbin fight repeatedly won't get more subscribers. Again, that's your opinion, but like that's not necessarily fact. So what we need to have is the the New Japan have like Jay White and um, um, Naito like fight over dog food and jam dog food down their mouth. Jim will then subscribe to New Japan. Hundred percent. That's all it takes. Actually, probably still not. So, um, and Scotty, yes. Why don't th- you like Japanese people, James? No, I I have no problem with Japanese people. I am not a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you don't have a like, problem overall. with Japanese people? I you do just not. Do not enjoy Japanese people's sports. That's not what I said either, though. Let's move on. Because I love Asuka. You love Asuka. <laughs> so you love Japanese women, Adam? I love. <laughs> Baby. Um, <laughs> Scotty says WWE Network was a tremendous idea. Uh, however, I have gotten stale on the WWE product, and I take breaks sometimes. And that's fine. That's I've, great. Here's I think, the deal: I haven't watched. I think there's plenty week. of people that do. Um, and I, I also think the, the and and we were talking about before we came on air, um, the fact that subs- subscriptions are down in the fourth quarter of of 2019. 
Think about what is in the the Q4 of 2019. September, October, November, December. September, October, you, November, December. You have football season. Foosball. You have Actually, it's probably into January. I would think January would be the end of the fiscal year. Most companies don't end, I think. Okay, well, December. I mean, b- so early January. October, still. November, December, January. Let's okay. call it that way. So you have, you're in the midst of football season. Foosball. Um, both college and pro. That's for sure. You have the holiday season. It's the uh, holiday you know, season. <laughs> um, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah, Hanukkah, all, all of the holidays, uh, New Year's. Um, so I think people are not engaged with um, pro wrestling as much as they normally are. Uh, I think the fact that uh, the, your only big four pay-per-view in that grouping is the Survivor Series, which not the shit on Survivor Series, but if you're going to miss a big four show, it's probably going to be the Survivor yeah, Series. Probably. This year's was good, but yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Like, It's one that doesn't impact the show Like very I said, much. pre-WWE Network, it was always Rumble, always Mania, always SummerSlam, and then maybe Survivor Series if everybody's schedule could mesh up. Jim, you missed a comment earlier. And again, if you're listening at Leap Sports or you're, you're listening to us, we are live every Thursday night, facebook.com slash three count Thursday for our live video feed. Um, and this is where we're taking the comments from. Lee says, throw in all of the WWE films um, on the WWE Network uh, and expand the libraries for some older material. Um, plus, you could use subsidiaries like Evolve Wrestling. We had said about that earlier. But... Uh, Right, they have all the rights to that. And I don't know what it would take if there is obviously, I mean, I'm assuming there's a WWE Films branch and a WWE Entertainment Wrestling branch um, that the network sure. would fall somewhere different. But um, if you own the rights to things like that, why wouldn't you put them on there? And I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if Santa's Little Helper is going to create a bunch of more subscribers, but it's something additional for the value that I get. You're a goddamn genius! I don't watch everything on Netflix. So I don't have to watch everything on the WWE Network, but I like having the option. Sure. Um, And and here's the thing. The Confession Killer. Fun episodes. You should watch it. It's a quick, quick up watch. Okay. And here's the thing, too. Like, you know, and I I don't I don't know if, you know, we're, we're looking at a possibility of the WWE, you know, having my favorite WWE movies, Knucklehead. <laughs> um uh is maybe ha- you know having a section of uh you know selling airtime on the network to not even necessarily other wrestling companies like i don't know like you know expanding it to to, to something outside of the world of, of of wrestling i don't know like to get people who aren't wrestling fans to subscribe into the network i hear what you're saying you know what i mean so you you want to package the wwe network and nascar now on 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 one on one thing so you can watch the martinsville race and then flip over and see a slobber knocker hell yeah i mean why not sauce it i feel like those two go hand in hand i feel like they do they do i feel yeah i feel like that is definitely a match made in heaven so scott asks uh what is the favorite WWE movie. You know, that one. That, the, the one with Triple H. What was that one? Uh, you, you remember that? what that one's called? Was it a Chaperone? The Chaperone. Good Chaperone, job. yeah. I no. feel like Tim could probably name them all. Matt would give us a run with them, I what, think. Uh, what was the Kane Knucklehead. one? Was like, See No Evil? See No Evil. There you go. Um, there's the Marine series. All of them. Um, was that was that one with Shawn Michaels? Is that a WWE film? I don't one? believe that was a WWE the, the film. The Preacher one? 
What was that called? Oh, um, yeah, that was a bad film. The Resurrection of Martin Gavin Stone, Stone Gavin or something. Stone, Gavin yeah. Stone, Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> um, wasn't there another series of movies? Uh, probably. It wasn't um, The Marine. There was a scene of Evil 2, I think. Yeah, I think there was. Uh, Did the WWE do the uh, the Page movie? Fighting with my yeah, family. Yeah, that was a, that that was was a WWE, WWE studio. So, so yeah. there's Scott. We have, we we named a bunch of them. Yeah, I feel like they did the box too. Look out, man! With Cameron Diaz, that's not even remotely related to. Yeah, I, I, I'm uh, gonna look that up because I feel like the box was a WWE produced film. Oh, uh, we did miss a comment from cousin Brian before cousin Brian leaves because we thought I said you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. He said Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, could put the toothpaste back in, and she is a real dentist and probably has the specialized equipment. She probably does have the little <laughs> Probably tools. does, but he has to head out. Cousin Brian, thanks for playing along here with us tonight. Uh, give it one last share before you go. We'd appreciate that and get uh, get some more people in here. We'd appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, going back to the original point, uh, I, I do not think that the WWE is going to move pay-per-views off the WWE network. I think... Um, today, uh, you could see the reaction on social media and regardless what anybody wants to try and make you, make you believe the WWE absolutely listens to their audience. Um, so I, I think today the reaction enough, um, from people when the, even the, the proposals of this, um, would, uh, would have them uh, steer away from this. Uh, Scotty, in terms of the XFL games on the network, I don't think so because they're getting some serious money from um, Fox, ABC, NBC, and uh, I think ESPN uh, for the the XFL games. Now, uh, maybe you could work something out where you have alternate, like alternate angles, uh, different cameras, you know, something like that, like, a sideline cam, something like that, that maybe you could incorporate onto the network. But if you want the XFL to be successful, you have to keep it on on the the, the big four networks that, that, that you're going to be having the games on anyway. Um, I think that's the only way that uh, that that the uh, that the XFL would be successful potentially. Uh, RSGB uh, GP Toys says replays uh, like the NFL Network, so. Um, yeah, I don't think you'd do any harm doing that. No, that could, uh, there was XFL commercials on Raw, and maybe your sale, um, uh, you know, on the product that um, you haven't seen any. Um, but I think the XFL has done a great job um, with, with promotion on on social media and things like that. Like traditional commercials, um, I don't think are necessarily the way to go at this point. Because here's the thing, the majority of my TV viewing does not come from watching things live to where I will see commercials. Right. Most of it's Pornhub commercials. 100%. Right. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I got to wait, wait five seconds for this bitch to stop. Okay, now we're good. Yeah, we can go. All right, now. so here's a list of some Talk WWE. Oh, no, Jim. No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> um, let's talk about some WWE movies real quick since Scotty brought it up. Uh, Fighting with my family was the Marine Six. There's been six installments of the Marine. Uh, Twelve rounds, which was a Dean Ambrose film. Twelve rounds three. Uh, Countdown had Dolph Ziggler and Kane in it. Oof, didn't even hear about that one. Oof. The Marine with the Miz. Who the uh, hell is this? The Condemned. 
That was a Randy Orton. The Condemned 2. I'm sorry, it was Randy Orton. Uh, Santa's little helper was Miz. Oh, my God. 12 rounds reloaded was Randy Orton again. The first 12 rounds, Jan Cena. <laughs> um, Vendetta. Never heard of that with Dean Cain in The Big Show. Probably a, probably a great film. Um, the Eliminators with Wade Barrett. These are all WWE movies again. Uh-huh. I'm afraid I've got some bad Armed Response, which is a Wesley Snipes film. They threw that one in there. Um, interrogation that has Lana and Edge in it. Is that is that one you want to watch there, Jim? Uh, but well, is it going to be anything like the Lana, like the Edge and Lita? No, from no, the Giants. Not Senate. like that. Okay, then no, probably out. Uh, the Marine Two, which is Ted DiBiase's Marine movie, the original oh. Marine. Which is John Cena bending the rules with Edge and Jamie Kennedy? Have you seen Uh-oh, any of these films, Jim? Spadudios. None, none of one. these. Christmas Bounty with nope. the Miz, uh, Chaperone with Triple H, Blood Brother, which had um, Fetty Wap in it, but no wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Jingle All the Way Two, Larry the Cable Guy film. No, no movies yet. No, not 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 a one. Inside Out with Triple H. Nope. The Reunion with John Cena. Negative, sir. Oh my goodness. Um, You're oh, a loser. It was the call with Halle Berry. That was the one I was thinking of. Oh, that's the one. That nope. was the no, one. No, nope. the resurrection of Gavin Stone was in fact Aha. a WWE film. Um, the, what about Leprechaun Origins with Hornswoggle? God, that sounds awful. Nope, nope. Condemned. No, with, with Stone Cold. Nope, didn't see that. Behind Enemy Lines, Columbia with Mister Kennedy. Ah, uh, no, didn't see that. God one. damn it, Jim! You are a bad wrestling. See No Evil with Kane. No. Oculus, which was a stupid horror movie. What about Legendary with John Cena? Oh, come on. Knucklehead with The Big Show. Um, The Rundown? No. That had that had The Rundown. Oh, I didn't know. Nope, didn't see that one. I know. I know. It's tough, man. It's really hard. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Walking, that's it. Walking we, tall. That we was, timed oh, out. Man. We timed out. It's a that's a tough one. Um, yeah, Scotty, you were right actually. There, let's leave them off. I'm not watching. <laughs> you don't even go here. They don't. <laughs> they they don't. absolutely do not. Right. Let's try that one more time. WWE movies on the WWE Network. You don't even go here. There we Bianca go. Bianca spoken. Yeah, she said it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about WWE and, and AEW TV this week because I thought uh, overall it was it was a good week. Um, on, on all shows, but let's start with the close of AEW Dynamite last night. It was the segment that uh, I think had the eyes of and the wonder of the wrestling world looking upon it. It was, of course, the MJF and the Cody, the 10 lashings uh, with the belt. Um, wow. Uh, so good. Like, here's the thing, man. Uh, I don't know if I could stand there. And take fucking ten whippings with a fucking belt onto my back, like mm. there was a couple of the Wardlow one. I feel like I after your first one, one, I felt the. It's w- just adrenaline going. Like a slap hurts. It does for a second. Then it burns. Then you're good. Yeah, um, but Scotty, I also feel those, like my those eyes are people well were dumb. People were saying that that segment was bad because of Black History Month. Well, those right. people no, they're, are dumb. They're, they're looking for racism where there is none. Those people stop reaching for things that that aren't that just aren't there. Just stop. Like it, it's it's not. I don't believe there was any bit of racism. In no. That. And again, don't don't at me because I'm not 
African American or anything like that. Like I feel like you are stretching yes. to find something that's just not there. Yeah, it, like yeah, it's it's just not. It's not like it, there there could have there could have been scenarios if some of the characters were different, some of the tone of the segment was different, if some language was different. Um, that maybe you'd have an argument. But MJF on Cody in that segment, in the manner it was presented, and the way the story has been presented, no, it's not there. But it was in Alabama. <laughs> Still not there. Um, you don't even go here. Uh, so, but let's talk about the segment. Obviously, uh, you had, uh, the, you know, it started with a lashing or two. And then I think uh, the bullet, the baker, and the candlestick maker came out onto the stage. I wish you would fucking just enjoy them, Jim, because I think I they're can't. a great like, tag I just, team. I think it's ridiculous. They're, they're so different. They are different. So is the Dark Order, but I can't get uh, into either of them. I don't them. need you to get into the Dark Order. Again, I think this was a really solid Dark Order segment that we saw I, on the I AEW, thought it was so better than some of the other ones. They are steering in the direction that they could make yeah, this for work. one week, but every time you know, I can get off of the ice patch, if I hit the next one, I could still wreck my car. That's true. You're not wrong, Jim. But but the Butcher segment, and the Blade, though... I can't, I don't get it. Really? I just I don't get it. Pepper Parks, yeah, just, uh, and then and then big old Andy Wayne with his mustache. Yeah, I mean I got a big I got old chop. Just ah, oh. I don't get it. I Tattoos. don't get it. I just don't and get Allie, it. Allie, how beautiful is she? The she bunny? is beautiful. I just I don't get it. I don't know what there is to not get. I, I don't know, Ryan. I just I don't know. He he's the basis from all or the guitars from all that remains. Yeah, and then and like one they're one of the bands. best tag teams in the world. Jim Ross told me that. Only for them to lose to Cody and Darby Allen, who have never teamed before. And I know I don't want to go back That's to that because we were there. Now let's talk about this segment. Um, and then you know you had you had them come to the, the then you had Arn Anderson come down, and I don't know if it was like really hot in that building, but Arn was like super sweaty, like almost like Arn had I, to walk the ramp. I'm almost like I was almost like worried for Arn because like. His when they showed the one camera shot, like his hair was like drenched. He also seemed out of breath. Yeah, I'm like I'm a little worried about Arn. I don't have to burn. <laughs> like I'm I'm a little worried about Arn. I like really just am. Pounding coffee and smoking a cigarette or backstage something. right My before God. he went out, maybe. And then you know, then Dustin came out, and then uh, then then Brandy came out. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I, I and thought the young bucks came out, Jim. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean they. I knew there. I was missing somebody, and it was not intentional. I, I promise you. You are unbelievable. I, sometimes I was not. It was not. I don't. I'm not going off of a note sheet here. I know I, you wasn't. I'm I, not either. I can't write. Like Jim, I, I don't remember half the shit I did today. I, I can't remember the 47 interruptions that that segment had for me. That was a long segment. Like that's the thing. Like I, I, 15 I don't, minutes long for your main event. I get. Well, technically, it's not even a main event. It was your main event. It was your segment, closing, your closing seg. segment. All right. So, like, I don't, I don't have a problem with like the Nightmare Family coming out to try mm-hmm. and like encourage Cody or whatever. Come out together. You're a family, right? Like, even if Brandy wants to come separate, because I get like now you're you're breaking that line of like she's no, not. Jim. She's not the Nightmare. There's levels of that. If you were getting your ass whipped, your brother, your shoot brother would be out there first. I really think well, so. Well, technically, Arn was out there first. And your father-like the, figure would be out there first. My manager. 
My coach. My because coach. your dad's dead. His your father-like dead. figure right. who feuded right. with your father would be out first. Okay. And then your brother. So we're talking shoot blood. Okay. And then your wife would run down. And then I'd be like, oh, the motherfucker's getting up beaten. I'm going to go check on Big Jim. I don't Jim. know, man. Here's the thing. I, I, if Here's I was, the deal. My ass isn't hopping in that ring saying whip me. <laughs> well, that's Sean true. might. Sean might. My ass ain't. Yeah, Sean's a puss. He's not getting out there either. Um, okay. All right. I, I'll, I'll Hi, give you Sean. that one. The uh, the the I don't get why the Butcher and the Blade and the and Alley came out. To enjoy seeing Cody <sighs> that, getting beat it was down. Too, that didn't need to happen. Um, but but to the same itself, I thought the same itself was really well done. I thought the story uh, was really well done. But Ryan, I think when you and I were talking about this um, last night, you brought up a really good point. I wasn't about to put this on Twitter last night. Right, smart. I wasn't. About You're smart. To. You did, your phone did not need to catch fire not overnight tonight. Cody Rhodes sold those lashings. Yes. For the the segment went for fifteen minutes. Yeah, ten lashing. He was almost dead after two or three, like welled up, crying, almost dead, dead. needing all of these people to come and support him. Dead. Two weeks ago, Daniel Bryan took about thirty three whips to the fronts and the backs and all around Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And again, now this was a strap match, not a belt. I get it, but. And I'm glad Man. that you were the one that said it, not me. I forget how many lashings he actually took. Well, I think the total in the match was like 63. And I, 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 I his was almost 40, I believe. My, I guess my thought is, boy, that just cheapens this a little bit. And again, like somebody winding up and like really whipping you hurts like hell. I'm not taking anything oh, away yeah, no, from no, that. Oh, no. yeah, we're not trying to do that. But, but like, I feel like I could take a lashing or two and just be like, this really sucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would, it would like, suck ass. The welts on his back look really bad today. Oh, dude. That, the picture that, that, uh, Brandy posted today. Him and Pharaoh. Him and Pharaoh. Th- that's a rough picture. Yeah. Even it the sucks ones, bad. even the one last night. I mean, but you could see it in the ring. I mean, you are like dying after five of them. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, Ray Wyatt's whipping the shit out of Daniel Almost still Bryan. won the Universal Title, right? At at you know thirty of them, right? Like and and again, like yeah, I'm glad you said it. I mean, the first thing I thought wasn't even that match. The first thing I thought was the Tommy Dreamer. Oh yeah, ECW. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Oof. And like that's the first time we ever saw that. Sure. And the emotion in that segment. Was so maybe it's just the way ECW did things, but it was raw and it was really emotional, and you felt for Tommy That's Dreamer. Be raw. It's just oh my god. Have you have you seen that lately? The, the not Tommy lately. Dreamer? I should go back. And, go back uh, and watch that segment and just see how real all of that was. You really really felt for Tommy Dreamer. Uh, RSGP says they would they would sign up to see you get. Get whipped a few times, Patreon. All right, maybe that's uh, maybe that's what our oh, oh Jesus boy, Christ. I was gonna say, I don't know if we're if we want to turn our uh, hey, Patreon uh, into like a BDS. Yeah, channel. yeah, that's tough. That's uh, 
That could go to a we bad can do, We can do all the letters. We can do like an, AS, an ASM. A, we could do ASMRs on ASMRs, there. just a real nice AMS, a, whatever the fuck the letters are. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, maybe we can even explore that. We have yeah, an ASMR a tier, a BDSM, a BDSM tier. tier. RS Sports will be there, or RS, RSGP. Uh, RSGP Toys will be there. Any good finds at the Goodwill, RSGP? I uh, I miss Goodwill shopping with you. But now here's the thing. like, And, and I'm, don't get me wrong. The, the emotion of that segment... The obviously the physicality hell. Um, if it wasn't a plant, and and I I don't believe that this one was like the guy throwing the drink in Baltimore. It absolutely was. They weren't throwing live rounds on that guy when they walked up the stairs. Watch watch the rounds that. Okay, I have to go back and watch it again because those are like light forearm shots to the guy's back that that. Uh, uh, so MJF is, is throwing. Well, and the the only thing that that, that did make me have it think it lean a little bit more there towards was a being a plant guard right there too. It, is, I don't is, buy it. is like like and I know like like MJF looked like he was taking a couple shots, but like and they cut the camera away pretty quick. But like, but is that not a is that not typical for uh, for AEW to cut the shot away from something? Well, that's true. That's true. Or the WWE for, uh, or, yeah, for I was gonna say, or the WWE. It's just a wrestling problem. But uh, I just thought, like, I, I just thought that if, if, and depending where the person came from, because you couldn't see that, and I haven't seen anybody. Everybody in the world has a cell phone, but I haven't seen cell phone video of it today. Jim, there was only like a couple thousand people. There well, that's days. true. Yeah, they got to work. Here's the thing: I'm not, I'm not playing the attendance card, um, a la Dave Meltzer, um, but. If you're going to have a building that the entire upstairs is car- is is tarped off, and a good portion of the lower section is tarped off yeah. or empty, you got to find a better way to light and shoot those buildings. Yes, yeah. Like remember a couple years ago, I don't remember the WWE show, and I think it was even a pay per view where pretty much all of Hard Cam side was like empty. Yep. Like, and there were shots of people in the crowd that like. There was like two rows of floor seats on hard campsite, and that's it. Yeah. Well, guess what? You didn't really see that whole night on TV. Hard campsite. Anything on hard campsite. It was yeah. all out here. So, like, maybe if you sell the whole building, maybe take the people on hard campsite and move them onto the like move them onto the side that the camera's shooting towards. Yeah. Just make it like fill it in a little bit. Right. Maybe don't have so much lighting up towards the upper bowl, right? Which was where you're totally like, oh, empty. I see um, walkways and nobody. Right, that's tough. Like it just looks, it looks bad. And I think that goes with producing wrestling shows, yes. for years or producing wrestling shows for months. Yeah, and and again, like I'm not, I'm not trying to make it a a, a shit on WWE or AEW uh, moment because I. It, it doesn't need to be that. We've also both studied electronic media in college. Like that was our major, right? And how we know, to do things like this, right? It's P, right. it's TV production. It's basic TV production. And it like, goes back that, to Paul Heyman in my mind in ECW. Accentuate the positives, <clears throat> hide the negatives. So just don't show that in 20, 2010, 2008, something like that. Um, I saw Queen and Paul Rogers at the old Spectrum. Oh yeah, the old Spectrum. Was lovely this time of year. It I love Philadelphia. It no longer exists. The spectrum does not. But like they they were filming throughout that tour because there were, it was the uh, it, for the return of the champion CD DVD set. Uh-huh, I remember that. So they were going to use footage from 
different shows on the tour. Yeah. So the Spectrum did not sell out. The seats that we had, were you ever in the Spectrum? No. Okay. So originally when the Spectrum was built, there was a lower bowl and an upper bowl. Right. Um, is this the core state spectrum? Uh, well, originally it was just the spectrum. Then it became the core state. Then it became first union. Then it became Wachovia. The Wachovia spectrum. Yeah. Where did you see it at? Uh, I saw it at Wachovia, it was spectrum. The Wachovia spectrum. Yeah. Okay. But like after the popularity of the Flyers, the 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 one off season, they added a third, uh, the, the like a third section like, or okay. a, a third tier upstairs. But because the building was already built, the only way to uh to get there is you had to go up to the second level all the way up to the top of it and then they built stair like a stairwell up and around Ooh. so like has there you know what i mean because the arena was already built right so our seats were up in the third tier okay however because it didn't sell out they were moving everybody who had upper tier seats yep down into the to the second tier yep and guess what they did to the upper tier Turned all the fucking lights off. Seems really simple. You close the upper tier, you turn all the lights off, nobody sees it. Everybody just sees a sold out lower bowl and second tier and floor. Then it looks like it's a full arena. Looks like it's a complete freaking seller. Right, look at that. It's simple stuff like that. Entertainment people doing entertainment things. Um, like this segment, I th- you know, I thought closed the show, show extremely well. Though. I agree. Like it is, it is when Cody at our evolution finally gets his hands on mjf like it is good like the 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 payoff is going to be huge that said i felt i just thought the rest of the show was all right like it was a great ending i thought out of out of the three wrestling shows this week that may have been the best segment of the week hmm i i really enjoyed was it the eight man tag match? Which one? <laughs> the the eight man. Uh, I I just assumed. with the butcher and the blade and the candlestick maker or whatever you call them. Oh yeah, it was exactly what I think. If somebody goes, "Hey Ryan," I'd say, "Hey," and they'd say, "What is what is AEW?" That would be the match that I showed them. Okay. You had um, you had Pentagon. Breaking up a pin, and while doing that, jumping into somebody and doing a Canadian destroyer on them. Naturally, um, flippy floppies just all over the place. High speed, high action, um, and then like the shot to the outside, and then they miss the pin because the camera followed. So it's exactly what I think of when I think of oh, AEW. Oh. It's exactly what I think of. It's, it's a Great perfect moments, example of what pin. AEW is: high, fast, hot crowd, really engaged audience. Uh, people popping like crazy, moves all over the place, and you miss the pin. Uh oh, Spadudios. That's exactly what I think of as AEW, and I, it was a, I fucking loved it. It was it was a train wreck. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wasn't wasn't a match of the year. Loved it. Um, they finally confirmed um, Omega Baker, Omega and Pac three in a thirty minute Iron Man match. Uh, in three weeks at uh, on TV. Now I get it. Omega's one of the tag team champions. You got our evolution coming up, um, and uh, so him and him and Page probably going to be uh, defending the tag team titles. But man, 
How do you how do you have a how do you have a story that's gone from all out back in August? It's basically been told and told extremely well. I think so. <clears throat> I think this um, this Pac and Omega, um, you know, Pac's attacking Omega's friends, trying to trying to you know cut him to the core to finally get him to give in and give him this rematch because there was no decision in August, and you're going to build up to to your to your big payoff of this feud. A 30-minute Iron Man match. And you're going to do it on TV. Like, man, how is that not a pay-per-view match? And I get it. He's one of your tag team champions. Maybe you planned that poorly. But I know. Hangman Page. Hangman Page is a star. That guy, I have a, I have this horrible feeling that he's, like, destined for a heel turn and they're going to do it way too quick. I agree with that. Because that's where that's where it's building towards. Um, but this guy has top baby face written all over him for like at least a year all over him but they like tagged him into the match and a cowboy shit chant broke oh out. dude he's he's so good for like, and like the shot in the back when he like pulls the the pitcher of beer yes i like, love fucking, it's it so I good love everything he's doing it's so good he was the one i was probably most unsure of going yeah, into AEW. i agree too. i agree and to me he is the standout star so like and I get it. Like you had to put the you put the tag team titles on him. It gives him great shine. But like maybe just maybe that should have been a secondary singles title. Maybe, just maybe. You know, or you know, it's. I, I just feel if you're going to tell a story for six plus months, and you're and you're going to blow it off in a in a Iron Man match to do that on free TV, like that's the, that's the kind of a match that you put on a pay per view to help sell the pay per view. Right, right. Your pay-per-view's in three weeks, yeah. and you have a one announced match. I get it. There's three weeks of TV. Right. But everybody starts to play that game with WWE. We do. When you're a couple weeks out, oh, there, there's no matches announced for this Uh-oh. show. You know, oh, there's nothing announced. The, the tickets went on sale for this pay-per-view six months from How now. How are you buying tickets and to there's, a show? There's yep. not any. So why are you buying tickets to our evolution? Right. I hate you so much. <laughs> but I mean, I'm being serious though. Like, I mean, are you are you strictly buying tickets just to see Moxley and Jericho? Because if you are, you're having a hard time selling me that you're not WWE. Yeah, that's a fair point. You're not wrong there. Oh, like, and I'm not. I, I'm really not trying. Jim, to, you're not wrong, man. But like, but you're not wrong. Like, I know what you're. I know what you're going to say. So you're, you're not three weeks to be that out, way. and you you're announcing matches for TV shows. Over the next couple of weeks, sure. So how do you how do you have TV matches for three weeks, but not have more than one pay per view match for the show in just over three weeks? I mean, can, the answer would be let the paper let the TV shows play out over three weeks to build the pay per view. Oh, but like that the, should then also be the answer for the WWE, right? And which NXT is the answer and, right. I always try to give to right. people. Uh, you're right, and they tell me, well, yeah, but you have to sell the pay per view. That's okay. correct. Well, so here's the deal. And and this is the argument I've used on people because I I personally am not going to be sold to buy a ticket because of the match card. Right. If a WWE pay-per-view comes to Hershey, I'm buying tickets before I even know, you know, sure. even if the days of a Raw and Smack Raw or SmackDown show, I'm buying tickets to it before I even know what brand it is. Right. Because We've had two pay-per-views Dose. in Hershey's history. Pay-per-view-os. 
You know, if AEW announces a pay-per-view. If AEW announces a TV show. Sure, but if AEW announces a pay-per-view for Hershey, I'm going. Yeah. I'm not waiting to find out I'm going which ex-WWE stars are yeah. having the main event on that show. Right. Like, so I, I don't necessarily believe in, in needing to sell the pay-per-view to buy a if you're If you're a fan of... WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. If they're coming to your practically your hometown, you should probably buy a ticket. Devin just said, and this is a great point about the Elimination Chamber. It's going to be out of Philly this year. That it's the free, it's the Elimination Chamber. That's why you go. Yeah, who really I'm, cares? I'm what really it considering is, about going. That's why you would go? Because that's down Philly. Yeah, and Philly is just. Beautiful this Just time of the year. Loveliest. When is when is that pay per view? Uh, the 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 Sunday after Sands of Time. Okay. So Sands of These Time is are the Sands of Time. So Sands of Time is. Uh, I I gotta quit calling it that. That's such a harp. It's fine. Um, I think uh, <clears throat> I think Sands of Time is three weeks from today. Oh, it's a Thursday show. I believe so. Oh, I'm not sure. Which is probably Sunday over there. I don't fucking know how clocks work. Time zones. Uh, let's find out. I don't even because uh, I think yeah, I think it's three weeks from today. Jim, you looked up Sands of Time. It's not going to come up under that. <laughs> Actually, it did. It's really freaking WWE weird. WWE Sands uh, February twenty seventh. So yeah, it's three. It's three weeks from today. Is that from Cheddar? That's from uh, Riyadh. That's from Riyadh, Saudi oh, Arabia. Riyadh. Or- so it's three weeks from today, and then uh, so Elimination Chamber will be March the eighth. March the eighth, Sunday, March the eighth. That makes sense. Um, Thanks, Devin. Yeah, yeah. Jim struggled forward for five minutes. Yeah, well, they're on delay. They are on delay. Here, right. we appreciate you, nevertheless. Um, let's talk about NXT. Um, Charlotte uh, showed up, uh, and I thought it was a great segment for Charlotte. I thought it was a great segment for the NXT women. Um, I-, I thought Bianca, Rhea, and Charlotte all shine bright. In that segment, it was it couldn't was so, agree more. It was so well done, um, and I think it was well done because they made it look like they will outshine Bianca, and then Bianca was able to come back and have hers, and then you now you get don't even go here, and now you get to concentrate on the takeover match. Yeah, which is not this Sunday; it's next Sunday. Okay, or Saturday, right? And we still don't know what Charlotte's going to pick. Yeah. I mean, it it seems like it's all, all signs are pointing towards her picking NXT. NXT, and I think that Charlotte isn't going to show up at full sale if she's not wrestling the NXT Women's and, Champion. And we have which, some news there, yeah. Go ahead. Which yeah. is still, or once again, I guess the NXT Women's Championship, uh, which once again proves still WWE listens again. to people because people were like, "Why is it not the women's title?" Okay, so it is now. So she is NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. There it is. Um, Boys have penises, girls have vaginas, and different titles for both. Yes, yes, that, for both. Yeah, there it is. Um, Velveteen Dream returned, channeled his inner ravishing Rick Rude with he his did. with his tights. Oh my! Uh, looks like he has all uh, sights pointed towards Roddy Strong. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Um, that was a, that was a cool way. To bring him back, I yeah. thought that was extremely well yeah, done well as done. well, with like the three circles on the thing and yeah, um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. And uh, did his trunks have like Roddy's wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, similar to, to the the to Jake's Taru. wife. Yeah. Um, I thought, like I said, I thought Cody, the 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 lashing segment was the best segment of the night for sure. I thought NXT was the better. But let's show. have the brakes on that. That was a pure entertainment segment. Hundred percent. Great. Right. 100%. And it was the I, best segment of right. Right. I comment somebody somebody the other day. I saw a couple people talking to people that we follow on Twitter. And they and and the comment was made that um, you know people don't watch NXT because they want something different than sports entertainment. And I went time out. If we're comparing Wednesday shows, AEW is by far the sports entertainment show. I totally agree. By far, NXT is the wrestling show. By far. Probably, I mean, there's still plenty of storylines in NXT. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think you have to have storylines. But I feel like all those indie darlings that everybody was clamoring over two, three years ago are in NXT today. They are. Your Keith Lees, the Matt Riddles, the the Dominic Dijaks. Well, um, and like the talk, whole North this American is championship. Like my you bring it thing. Um, but I saw a tweet from. Uh, at SRTU podcast, still real to us podcast, yesterday morning. And they said, the recent Timothy Thatcher and Killer Cross signings have me wondering why more free agents are signing with WWE than AEW. Hmm. And, and I mean, th- they are. Um, you know, I think it's, here's my just opinion sitting behind a microphone. It's just what you grew up watching. Sure. It's your dream. That was kind of the thought I had. A five-year-old, you're in my age, Jim, wasn't dreaming, boy, I hope I get to sign with not the WWE. Right. You know, it might have been WCW at the time. Yeah, possibly. You know, I'm a WCW guy. It would be my dream to work for WCW. Like, I would venture that that Tim. Tim might have had that. May have, you know, may have been the the aspiration of, I'm going to grow up to be WCW champion. But growing up. You after your shower cutting a promo in the mirror, Jim. Sure, was for the WWF championship. Hundred percent, right? If WWF. Do you ever have the toy microphone that, had, that would like play the I sounds? Did. Yep. Yeah, when the battery died and you just it was just a it microphone. Just your microphone, right? Like, yeah, because apparently batteries were fucking really expensive, and no parent could afford new batteries. Right? I was like, hey, that doesn't work anymore. That tough shit, that kid. Tough shit, kid. Right? You grow up and you find out batteries aren't super expensive. Right? Exactly. Right. Like weird. You've been lied uh, to him. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make them find that Hasbro microphone right. from 1987. Um, See, mom, a buck twenty eight, and it's working again. Bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the the yeah, I think that that is a great point. Like, and and I also um, I think there's the element of opportunity for exposure. Sure. You know, like right now, AEW has one TV show and one YouTube show. Where the WWE has, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main event, NXT UK, um, and countless, uh, you know, you have house shows, you have NXT house shows. Like, and I get, I, I, I get why AEW doesn't do house shows. Maybe I want, and, and this is changing, but maybe I want to have a Ryan figure. Maybe I want to have a Ryan. Oh, AEW Funko toys Pop. are coming, by the I way. I know they're coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said it's changing. Yeah. Okay. But like, maybe those are things. Possibly. It's once tried and true, man. Yeah, once that, been around the block. 
Yeah, I think I think really that's what it is. And and you know, and I know that there are superstars that want to leave the WWE. Brody Lee, potentially the revival. Um, you know, Jericho, Moxley, Cody, right, it's Dustin, not there for everybody. Like but like here's the thing, and I and I and I will say this I've said this before for for every superstar that wants to leave there are probably multiple that are ready to take that spot. Ding yourself. Like, and it, it's the same way. And, and the NFL, there's like to, to bring football and, and real sports into this. Um, the, the NFL has seen retirements of some big time stars at a young age. Luke Keekley retired this year, this off season, like 27 years old. But you also don't hear, 11 year old saying boy i just i hope i grow up and can play in the canadian football league well boy, i just from Canada. i just want to be an arena football league player <laughs> i right. can't wait to try out for the xfl you're right like you don't you want to be an nfl i can't wait to be great cup champion right exactly I mean, maybe if you're like a farm boy in saskatchewan maybe that's all you know eh? but like yeah if you're growing up in tuscaloosa right you're not being like I want to win the Great Cup. Right. No, that's not what you're saying. I want to play football on a 50-yard field. Yeah. I want to win the Super Bowl. That's what you're saying. Um, Damn, my cousin's hot. <laughs> oh, yes, Chucky. We have our top suspect. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think that, that plays a lot into it as well. And, and it's, again, it's not... It's not a it's not a shot at AEW. And like I I I don't know who or what AEW wants in new superstars. Because after their initial roster, what they've added Big Swole and they've added Chris Statlander. I think B Priestley was added. I'm not sure how many men um Right, they the added a women's the, division because the they for the didn't dark have order. one. The two for the Dark Order, um, uh, but additions are few and far between. Correct. We're not we're not making wholesale additions right now. You know, and again, when you only have a, a one hour program on YouTube, don't really need it, right? And a two hour show on weekly TV that features, I'm sorry, the same characters every week. Same. Yes. It, it you don't have room. And Dark is featuring like the same characters. That, yeah, it was. We saw Janella actually wrestle on uh, Dynamite. We haven't seen Janella wrestle on Dynamite as uh, for a while. We also haven't seen uh, Sunny Kiss wrestle on Dynamite. I don't know ever. Yeah, and it, like and and I'm not. I'm maybe once we've seen V's. That. Yeah, I think he teamed with Dustin one week. Not like again. The I'm not I'm not bringing these things up to make fun of AEW. I'm bringing these things up because these were the these were the types of things that I tried to explain to people were going to happen. The people are like, AEW is going to change the business. Well, probably not because part of the key of getting people to watch you week to week is to recognize the people that you're watching week to week. So you can't do that if this week you have uh, Cody and Dustin and Marco Stunt and Darby Allen and uh, B. Priestley and Nyla Rose. And then next week, you have 14 wrestlers that nobody last week ever heard Correct. of. You're absolutely right. right. So, like, but I feel like what they're, another thing they're struggling with is finding the balance sure. between putting new people out and then, t- and when you have 
And here's the deal. The WWE doesn't always have it down to a science No, either. absolutely they not. probably beat the horse a little too long with the Rusev thing. Like, that probably went on a little bit too long. You come in my face. Or what? Oh. You come in my face. I'm going to fight you. Got it. Um. Yeah. Or the the dog food stuff with with Corbin and Reigns, right? But like when you got that payoff, the the, the crowd, the live crowd at least enjoyed it. Sure. Um. You know, I I didn't. Again, I'm not I'm not watching SmackDown every single week live. I'm catching the replays. I I I actually watch a lot of SmackDown content on YouTube, mm-hmm. which I is also ratings. Um, but because like I'm usually busy on Friday nights, sometime I like to get my drinks on. Okay, turn down for what? You know, like it's gonna happen. Right. I'm not, not going to be there to watch SmackDown oh, live every week. Right. It's just not going to happen. Um, but I don't think the product's been as bad as as, as people are saying. Um, NXT good, AEW good, Raw. I really enjoyed this week. Um, don't look now. Brock Lesnar has been on every WWE Raw slash pay per view in 2020. So what you're saying is Brock Lesnar is here. He's here. Brock, Brock is here, dude. I loved Raw. I thought that was a. What is that? No. Brock Lesnar is here. Brock Lesnar is here. This yes, week. Brock. Yeah. Lesnar is here. Last week. Last week. Lesnar is here. A week before. What about all month? All month. Wow. What about the days he's not contracted to be here? Well, he won't be there the days he's not contracted. Good to know. But yeah, no, like, now, will we see him every week in 2020? Doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um, Do we see him every week between now and WrestleMania? I'd say at least now through Super Showdown, so I would count on him seeing the next two Raws. I think he comes out on Raw and gloats about destroying Ricochet. Absolutely. You probably don't need to have him next week. If you're going to have a week off, next week is the week yeah, off. I would agree. Because Heyman can come out and do that job without Brock. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's Ricochet, you know, the guy that WWE has no clue what to do with, right. um, has a unbelievable win-loss record on Monday Night Raw. Um. Oh wait, they don't count wins and loss records. Um, is uh, is uh the number one contender for the WWE Championship? Prince Puma, right? Yeah. yeah let's just right. Ricochet is the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Wasn't that the lead singer of the Cars, Rick O'Shea? I think it was uh, Rick O'Kasich. Rick I wasn't even was close. from the Cars. So, I mean, kind of close. Dude, what about what about Garza showing up, man, on Raw? Dude, I love that segment. That's that was real good. A lot of people were saying about like Umberto and uh, Andrade could potentially be like the next Eddie. I see Eddie and Garza. I absolutely. If see anybody's Eddie going Garza. to be an Eddie Guerrero, it I mean, could he be. has because he does like the pants. That's that's it's his uh, that's his Garza. boot trick, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I no, I, dude. I, yeah, I think he's. I think he's really good. Um, the and a the, great lineage with with him as well. Like the match he had blood. with Ray on Monday was so good. Yeah, so good. Um, 
I like that Zelina is like also just kind of maybe building this like little Latino army thing and who knows the LWO? Where that's, who, <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not. I hope that's not what we get. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, in that in that yeah, in that she's building kind of a stable. Um with uh, you know, and and I, like I love the fact that like you heard her like cutting a pr- and I was like, "Oh. Yeah. Why is she here?" Love. Andrade not here. No. And then, oh, she has a new client. Okay. I, love it. I got right. it. I, I like it. What's going on here? Um, I thought the open with Randy Orton was so well done. I don't love Randy Orton. I know you don't. I don't. I know you don't. Damn it, he is good. Dude. And I think that's what it is. Like, I don't like Tom Brady. Tim, if you, because if you don't hear a, any other segment from this because week's Because I'm show, not a Tom Brady fan. Like, I'm not a Patriots fan, so of course I, I'm going to hate Tom Brady. Somewhere Tim is taking a nap right now and heard you say Randy Orton so good and was like, uh, Yeah. He, I, I, I don't think I ever denied him being no, that good. You, no, you haven't. You've never been a fan. You've admitted that. But yeah, if it, I was a fan of Randy Orton, it was like that young, cocky Randy Orton. But man, this like. But it makes sense of what he's evolved <laughs> to, turn. and I hate to use the word evolution, but really, what what <laughs> what, a, what, Andy, what what he's become yeah. is truly a great evolution. Yeah, evolution is a mystery, though. It is. <laughs> it is. But like the the attack on Edge last week, the surprise attack on Edge last week. It, you know, not necessarily surprising. We truly saw that coming, but um, the so that wasn't out of nowhere. No, I no, that wasn't. I think there may have been an RKO out of nowhere. But, okay, um, you know, and then yeah, obviously Edge is there. He's he's recuperating at home. Finally got out of the medical facility. Oh, did he? Good. Yeah, he good, got good. he got out of the medical facility. Um, and then just you know, Orton trying to explain himself, and then is just like, I don't have to do this, right? Because he's Randall Orton, and just the the commentary letting that moment breathe, breathe. Um, the crowd just every time, every time Orton went to talk, that crowd I can't express you how know, much I, feel I like love there's that something crowd. Special though, also about <sighs> that crowd being there, like being a bit unified with each other. That we we braved the elements, we came out, and we're, we're going to have a good time. Like there's just something special about that. I feel like that happens at shows that are maybe undersold a little bit. I, much like the AEW crowd, it wasn't a huge yeah. crowd, but damn it, they were hot and they were like, "We're going to represent this brand as best as we can." I feel like that's what we got with Raw. Yeah, and it, it was, it was, it really was kind of a special night. I, I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed the whole show. R- Ruby Riot came back. Looks like she's in a feud with Liv yeah. Morgan right out of love right that. out of the jump. Love I love that. Um, Lana got squashed by by Liv Morgan for the second week in a row. Like. The, the, the you know so yeah they they probably botched a little bit just a on bit. the initial Liv Morgan return but they, they're they're steering into this skid I think I fairly agree. well. Um, Devin comments here that Brock Lesnar is going to murder Ricochet in Saudi Arabia. Probably. I mean, if there's a place you're going to murder somebody, it might as well be Saudi oh. Arabia. <laughs> there it was. Um, Let's just hit a couple of items here. Uh, in an interview with SI.com, John Cena had this to say uh, about Brock Lesnar uh, talking about the Royal Rumble. I thought the event was extra special. It was great to be able to watch it as a fan and not endure any fear of missing out and just enjoy the event. I can say with the utmost sincerity that I believe Brock Lesnar is the best in-ring performer that I've ever seen. And I know it's an opinion. If you want a cool quote, here it is. I think he's the best in-ring performer of all time. 
I feel like if somebody would know what that takes, it are you would, sure about that? It would be John Cena. Um, this is one of those. I I I don't I I don't in, in talking about sports, even talking about wrestling. I don't necessarily like best ever discussions because there's different eras and I'm not talking attitude era, ruthless aggression era and all that. I just mean as I feel like if you're talking sports there's definitely the game games sure, evolve the games changes, right. From just play calling, play style, the intricacy of offenses and defenses, the way that rules are enforced, etc. There are a lot of quarterbacks today that would not hack it in a Fran Tarkenton era not football game. Not at all. Because they just were not protected the way they're protected today yeah. to be great quarterbacks. Yeah. Fran Tarkenton being protected today probably wouldn't be as great as we remember him because there are just so much better athletes today sure like a tom brady sure 100 percent um you know like in baseball like you had different eras of the way you know like bats were manufactured the way balls were manufactured the way you know the 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 strength and athleticism of pitching and hitting and stuff like that steroids versus non-steroids what was the average pitch speed for somebody like a ty cobb to today i mean 80s probably right you probably had a lot more knuckleball pitchers you probably didn't have as as many intricate cutting you know right cutting fastballs and change-ups and all this and i'm not saying like babe ruth was a bad player oh god no god but no. i don't know if babe ruth could hit some of the sliders and shit that are being presented today you know and and like like hockey you have wooden sticks versus the you know the composites of today which i actually heard an interesting thing on the the um, the game, the the Sabers game tonight on, M- on NBC Sports, they were talking about how like teams are starting to panic a little bit um, because guess where a lot of hockey sticks are manufactured? China. Guess, China? guess who has factories that are currently closed because too many people are sick with the coronavirus? China. Oh. So there's concern of a hockey stick shortage at the highest level of the sport Wild. because they can't get new sticks from Nope. China. Ah, yeah, you hit the you hit the roll button. <laughs> I hit the <laughs> Which would which would make wrestle or would make hockey fans very sad. It would make them very sad. If they didn't get if, their if, sticks you in know, time. If, so I was like, are they gonna have to go back to like wooden sticks? Just an old wooden stick. Because I think those shattered. are still manufactured in Canada. Can you just see all of like the coaches? And team sponsors just running down to like dicks. What's just a, that's what buying my, all that's of what my the wife sticks says. She goes, these teams are going to have to go to like you know all the sporting goods stores and things like that and right. buy out the sticks. Apparently, there's a a manufacturer in Mexico that um, it's a much smaller operation, but teams are already trying to like scramble and get sticks from Mexico. Yes, I'm like I could have never. The, but yeah, yeah, El Stico, freaking yeah, El Stico, El Stico, Jesus from Mexico. They make the hockey sticks. <laughs> Um, but no, like here's the thing: you so, have to bend the paddle. Obviously, they don't do that for you. But sure, yeah. sure. Um, in terms of of Lesnar's greatness, I think Lesnar is one of the best that the WWE has ever seen. Okay. Um, both in both incarnations of Brock Lesnar, the first one, which was just this fucking three hundred pound monster right. that just ripped through everything, but was also like 
not afraid sometimes to his own detriment to get on the top rope and try <laughs> flipping off the sprints. top rope. Um, and, you know, almost. I broke my back. You know, real it, close. Um, and then what we have now, who's just kind of become this 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 wrecking machine that, you know, may only have, you know, five or six moves in the chamber, but. Brock Lesnar right now in this run is is the best right place, right time I think we've ever seen. Oh, dude. From Money in the Bank till now, uh-huh. this Brock Lesnar. I mean, not even now. Like, just the, even WrestleMania 31. Like, go Fair, back yeah, to like Suplex, Suplex City, City bitch. bitch. If he didn't say that, like, what that would have been. If Brock Lesnar doesn't win Money in the Bank and do, like, the Brock dance. Oh, dude. Like, it's just a problem. I don't know. Was that? Do you think that was scripted? Hey, Brock. Put the fucking thing up here no, and, and, and no, like, I don't think dance. That, here's the thing. I don't think that was scripted. I feel like Brock is just like shooting from the hip and he's having fun with what he's doing. There was a report about our uh, truth Yes. That it seems like Brock Lesnar's having fun on this run and wants to find more things to do with our truth because he found it funny. See, like, and that's the stuff because like you've always heard this report like, oh, Brock's only about himself. He's only about making money and this, that, which first off, most people are. But secondly, like, I don't believe that that's true. Like, and, and that's why I said, like, all of the all of the things that have led up, all the things that you've hated about Brock Lesnar, how he's unbeatable yep. and how he holds that belt hostage and this and that. When Drew McIntyre, and I'm fucking saying it, when Drew McIntyre yeah. beats him at WrestleMania, that is going to make that moment that much bigger and that much sweeter because of all the shit that we've had to deal Endure, with right. with Brock Lesnar. It's almost like the money's in the chase. Yeah. And the bad guy has to have it to have the chase. Right. You have you ha- like you have to create that moment for the good guy. Like so, but yeah, you know, I I think Brock is absolutely one of the best ever. I think that when you have somebody that is that physically gifted, Daniel Bryan ha- has said before in interviews that like there's probably nobody safer to work with than Brock Lesnar because he is so aware of his body. Right, right. That, what he, he, that, that he will protect you. Like it may look like he is he is hurting you and destroying you, but you are 100% safe with him all the time. Charlie brings up a great point here. He goes, um, someone like Cena, who's been in the ring with everyone from Angle to Owens, has a good idea of how good Brock is. I think he's absolutely right. I would trust the opinions of a few of those people. I would trust the opinions of like a LeBron James when he says the greatest basketball player of all time because, I don't know, he plays basketball. Um, sure, if, sure. If, if, somebody, if, if Wayne Gretzky says, look, I probably wasn't one of the greatest players, but one of the greatest players was X. Right. I don't know who you want to put in there. Mario Lemieux. I don't know what, what the number one greatest player of all time in hockey would be. Some, I mean, widely it's considered Gretzky. Gretzky. Uh, I think but if, if Lemieux if, said, if, look, if, Lemieux absolutely never, if Lemieux was, never got hurt and didn't have the didn't have cancer and didn't have the back injury, um, Lemieux probably would have bested Gretzky's numbers. Okay. Lemieux was that good. I mean, and I feel like we're seeing Ovechkin head that direction. Yeah, he's currently 698 goals. That that if if Lemire, I'm sorry, if if um, Ovechkin passes Gretzky, and Gretzky's like, look, I've had the ability to watch his entire career. Oh, Gretzky's already gone and on Gretzky record. Gretzky says he is the greatest player of all time. Then I will trust Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky's already gone that. on record and has said that Alex Ovechkin's the best goal scorer of all time. Okay, because the way that like rules and equipment and everything's set up now, it's actually harder 
to to score goals now than it was in Gretzky's era. It was like a free for all in Gretzky's era. I mean, like I think Gretzky had like an eight goal night one night. Like that just doesn't happen, right? You know, I think one like one year I think he had he had Didn't Gretzky uh, had to deal with the two line pass though. Yeah, but he could just cherry pick out out uh, you know around center ice. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and all then right, a I lot of you. guys did that back then, right? And uh, and like I think one year Gretzky had almost two hundred points. Yikes! In a season, yikes! Like you're not going to see that, right? Not, Guys, not now good. that are winning the points are, are you know eighty, ninety, right? It's good, you point. Know? okay. So it, it's just again different eras, but uh, yeah, I think Lesnar obviously uh, one of the best. Um, real quick here, well, uh, in the aftermath of Rawls' angle with Rey Mysterio story going around, which originated with the Twitter account Wrestle Votes, which we've used as as kind of a uh, you know a spoiler or like dirt sheet yeah. source. Um, that has actually been pretty reliable. It kind of hinted that there was going to be more um, wellness policy violations. Um, potentially Samoa Joe was one that was named, and we actually kind of had to correct ourselves uh, the next day. I'll take the hit on that one because this is an account that has been pretty accurate with things. Was Samoa Joe actually named, or was it hint, hint, well, south? It was, it, they they said something California. about like the California water, and then the, their next tweet, which was like in the thread, was a picture of Samoa Joe. Oh, okay. So like, see, I heard that, and I instantly thought the six one nine. Why did too? Because of, because of the the injury angle, right? Because that was the same way they did Andrade, right? Uh, this is how week, they just take people out. It's before just DDT. That's smart. Um, there has not been any any more announced suspensions since Andrade's last week. Um, and, uh, you know, Mysterio again, written off TV with the injury, but, um, you know, no, no official words. So, um, we're like, I will, I will do better in waiting, being smart and waiting until an official WWE release comes out. That's all we ask of you, Jim. um, to, uh, to bring those up. Uh, like I said, we already touched on the, the quarterly report, uh, the latest on sting, Let's go to the latest on Sting. Let's talk about uh, it. A match pro wrestling fans have been dreaming of for decades may be on the verge of finally coming to fruition. Uh, Talk Sports is Alex McCarthy reporting that The Undertaker versus Sting uh, at WrestleMania 36 is WWE's likeliest choice should the WCW legend return to the promotion. I love it. I fucking love it Mike so Johnson much. of PW Insider had previously reported Sting was coming back to WWE to set up a program at Super Showdown here in a couple of weeks. Plans have changed with regards uh, to that, which the uh, story suggests. Um, McCarthy's story suggests that an unlikely pro wrestling comeback isn't totally off the table uh, for Sting. He hasn't wrestled, of course, um, since the neck injury at Night of Champions in 2015. He'll be 61 at the time oh, WrestleMania 36 uh, rolls around. I want to see it so bad. I don't even care. I just want the build. Like you, you could give me the two guys and their entrance, and they just the, the thing goes to shake bl- hands. Thing and goes leave. to black, and then you come in, and they're just gone. I'd be all right. I'd with be that. totally fine with that. Um, but uh, you know, if it happens, I again to me, and, and I understand how shitty the the Goldberg. That's a great point. I don't need the match. Undertaker match was. Um, there was obviously you know Goldberg knocking himself out on the ring post. Um, how about they come down and the fiend music gets and the fiend just kills them both. Perfect. Puts the fiend over. We got the entrances in the moment. 
and they don't I actually have to wrestle. I love it. I'd be fine with that. I totally love that. The fan, with a lot of people would bitch. Oh, I'd sure. be all right with it. I'd be but fine with it. People would bitch. I'd be totally fine with it. Um, newest recruits to the WWE Performance Center uh, reported this week: Timothy Thatcher is a world-renowned mat wrestler, widely regarded as one of the toughest grapplers love it. Uh, inside the squared circles. Competed against the likes of Drew McIntyre, NXT North American Champion Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle, among others. He is a former Evolve Champion and WXW Unified World Champion. He's been a frequent tag team partner of NXT UK Champion Walter. Uh, Kevin Kassar, better known as Killer Cross, is a towering competitor, six foot three, two fifty, and has a background in catch wrestling and sambo. Uh, Cross also competed in India and Mexico, is recognized as a rising star of the squared circle uh, by the revered Cauliflower Alley Club in 2018. Super excited about both of those, um, but also a former guest of this show, Aja Pereira, um, in a uh, video uploaded on the WWE Performance Center YouTube page. Uh, Pereira announced as Aja Smith is introduced as the first female African-American referee in WWE history. Love it. Congratulations. So congratulations to those three, especially Aja Pereira, former guest of this show. Devin says he doesn't want to see Sting versus The Undertaker. Uh, he wanted to see them in their primes. Now he doesn't want to see it. Yeah, I don't really want to see the match. Uh, I just want the build. I, I want the build in the entrances, all 22 right, right. minutes. Yep, them. yep, that's fine. Give me the music, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it gave me chills thinking about it. Yeah, uh, Ryan's favorite, Goldberg, will be returning tomorrow night on SmackDown. Um, obviously, uh, if you're putting two and two together, there's a Saudi Arabia show in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know who's next, but uh, Who that... Who do you think is next? Uh, fuck it. Give me Dolph Ziggler again. Oh, Ziggy. Ziggy um, Goldberg. Maybe Corbin. Corbin Goldberg. I could see Corbin. Okay. I, I think that would be could be a good spot for, for him. And, you okay. know. What about you? I know you don't care. I don't care about this at all. I know. Um, Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. Um, Braun Strowman last week capturing his first singles title, beating Nakamura for the Intercontinental title. Finally. I love it. Congratulations to Braun. And like here's the deal. Um I'm not burning oh, you. I thought that was the Braun. No, it's not. Shit. Um Or was it just I kind of forgot. Unfortunately, I kind of forgot that Nakamura was even the Intercontinental Champion. Unforgettable run. Like yeah. it's a it's a bummer, run. especially when they like unveiled the new title. I'm like, cool, they're gonna commit to the Intercontinental title again. And they did not. But, you know, maybe now that it's on Braun and you know, may- maybe this th- this is kind of their reset button. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but uh, I'm excited for Braun and the potential there. Uh, this one, and I don't know if Frank is still with us or not, but uh, maybe he will. Uh, maybe he'll catch this one on a replay or something. But uh, EC3 um, and the trademark EC3. WWE's trademark application for EC3 was abandoned on 125 due to not on January 25th due to not responding to a notice of initial refusal uh, issued on July of last year uh, within the allowed six month period. Incidentally, the refusal was because EC3 already had a reg- registered trademark himself um, on April 23rd last year. WWE, if they choose to, can revive their own application at a later date. So WWE has allowed the EC3 trademark to expire Yikes. on their end. Um, 
which you know the 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 rumors suggested that his contract is up sometime this year um early to mid 2020 um here's the thing i'm bummed the way that ec3 and the wwe has gone i thought they pulled him up to raw way too quick right without any sort of a plan they could put him back in the next t and it would be fine absolutely could yeah absolutely could not doing it um you know so so maybe maybe for whatever reason and you know and and i know frank is going to defend ec3 till the till his dying end till his end um we don't know what happened i don't know if he pissed in somebody's cheerios backstage or not um I know Vince does not like piss cereal. He does not. He does not like piss in his cereal. Um, but for whatever reason, it just it has not worked out. And um, I hope that if he ends up back in Impact, if he ends up in AEW, if he ends up wherever he ends up, I just want him to succeed because that guy is way too talented. Yeah, I guess you could call this a bummer, 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 <laughs> bummer, bummer. I see what you did there, Ryan. Uh, Charlie says he's not into the idea of Taker and Sting, but if they did it where Sting confronts Taker and does a gotta know who the better man is type promo, that could work. That's fair. I think you can admit that they're both, look, we're both past our primes and we're some old codgers here, but <laughs> this is, you know what, at least it's an, a playing field that's we're level right today. We're too old. Yeah, we're both old. We're both broken down, but let, let's just, just do it. Like, right, right. Like, let's just get it done so people stop asking us about right, it. right. Um, it's not like one's in their prime and one's not right. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're, they're both definitely past their prime. Um, all right. Uh, for years been discouraged, uh, by, for people in WWE to speak with dirt sheet websites after a report was made public about NXT stars being asked not to tag main roster stars on social media without their knowledge. There was apparently another meeting in regards to wrestlers leaking information to sites. Fightful.com was able to provide some more notes about what happened. Uh, Wednesday, ahead of NXT television tapings, another meeting was held to instruct NXT talent to not talk to dirt sheets. The talent they spoke to uh, were, weren't keen on the message. One source previously unfamiliar to Fightful in NXT said, quote, they reminded me that I'm a contractor and tried to help tell me who I couldn't talk to, so here I am uh, before reiterating issues with crowding at the Performance Center. Um, again, I... I, 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 I I think the WWE is smart. They're protecting their uh, their stories and potential feuds and things like that by by not wanting information to get out there. Now, do I believe that that in 2020 all information is going to be safe? Absolutely not. Um, but like this brings up the point, and I think they nailed the the, the nail on the head that as a contractor, if I'm not given a job there full-time benefits so like it's my job if i'm paying paid as a contractor what i do away from your facilities isn't any of your business i get it's about your business but i don't know as a contractor if you can control my personal social media oh yeah i don't you know what i mean like it's that's a that's a tough spot to be in with a contracted worker well there's also been rumors uh, unsubstantiated at least to this point Rumors that um, when you become a WWE contractor, for lack of a better word, um, they actually control or own the control of that social media account. 
So like, you know, at WWE Ryan Miller, um, you know, you are the one tweeting from it, but if there's something that WWE does not like, you they can force you to take it down. And like but but the way I kind of look at it too though is like What if like my account is at I don't know, Riddle Bro and I'm tagging Goldberg, who was I, I feel like that's what that first part of this was about. Probably. Um you know, what's stopping me? It, it doesn't even say W. And I think we've seen that with a lot of WWE stars take their, yeah. their shoot the, name as their actual, right, um, Zack Ryder sure. is, is Matt, whatever his Who? last name is. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, here's the thing. Do I think people should be allowed to have their own freedom with, uh, you know, if, if Matt Riddle wants to... You know, hey, Goldberg, or hey, Brock Lesnar, whatever. Um, sure, why not? But in the same time, if I am if I personally, and this is just me, if I'm working for the WWE, and they tell me, like, hey, we're going to start working on this program for you and Baron Corbin, okay? Uh, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cool, good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. They're like, now, hey. Jim, is that good stuff, or is that great shit? That's great shit. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Like, why would I want to, like, spoil anything or whatever I get, I get you. by going on my social media and being like, you know, if if I'm in NXT and they're going to bring me up the feud with Corbin, why am I going to be like, hey, at WWE Baron Corbin, see you Friday. Like, why the fuck would I do that? Hey, maybe you're just watching TV and you're going to see him Friday, Jim. I guess, but like... I hear you. You know what I mean? I get you. It's... it's, it's there should be common sense both ways, in my opinion. Like, you you sh- shouldn't have to tell somebody, don't do this. But in the same time, like, I guess they should be allowed to have the freedom. But you know what? WWE, you don't want to worry about people leaking stuff? Three count Thursday at gmail.com. You tell us things. You tell us when we can post them. You know, you want to kick us a little scratch back our way? Guess what? Three count Thursday at gmail.com. We'll talk. I'm leaking it. I don't give a shit what Jim says. <laughs> I'll change the password on the email account. Uh, Charlie says, speaking of dirt sheets, anyone see the Cornet Meltzer Wednesday Night War? Yeah, what a fucking mess. Uh, the, those two guys. You, everybody knows my feelings on Meltzer. Uh, like Cornet, I listen to his podcast. The guy's just as fucking crazy. They're both full of hot air. They, they are. They're both playing characters at this point. Thank you. Meltzer's a fucking joke. Cornet's a fucking character. It is what it is. Um... But I saw somebody's tweet, and he was like being, he was being like, you know, you know, you know, gun, cheek. gun to your head. You have to pick a side, Meltzer or Cornette. Like Meltzer saw the tweet and like totally took it fucking serious. It's not how it has to work. Yeah, it's not how it has to work, bro. And then like the guy's like, dude, I was being facetious. Meltzer again, quote retweeting because he, it's all he does. He literally doesn't know how to just respond. He's like, yeah, I know. No, you fucking didn't, Dave. You're right, a fucking you idiot. Didn't. You're a dickhead. And, like, you were trying to make it a fucking example out of the guy. Also, I had to chuckle at this one. One of our old... Jim, you got hot there, man. One of our old tweets where I got into a Meltzer battle... I saw that today. ...popped back up today. Somebody commented Somebody or liked like the Somebody, like, liked post. it, I yeah, think. I saw let, that. Let, let me see if I can, uh, I can find it. But then, um, yeah, like, I, I think it's just a matter of being smarter um, with, the, with the social media stuff. Like, people... That's fair. Uh, where it's got to be from an account that I that I don't recognize. 
Oh no, that was from last night. Maybe the, oh maybe the account it was got from s- today. I think I think maybe their uh their account got maybe it was oh here we go bot account. So it was um (laughs) the initial tweet from Meltzer was uh was something with the Yuji Nagata match being had forty nine better matches at forty nine had better matches than anyone in the WWE anyone this is from September seventh twenty seventeen okay to which I quote retweeted Dave we get it you love Japan. Right. God forbid, right? Um, so, of course, he quote retweets me. I feel sorry for people close-minded on Nagata. You do realize Daniel Bryan said he was the best guy he was ever in the ring with. And then I, I quote retweeted, did I say he wasn't great? No. But to say he had better matches than anyone in WWE is going a, a little far here. No disrespect, just opinion. Uh, and somebody liked that tweet from September 7th, 2017. Someone's Today. just trolling in the Today. Creep, I don't know. I don't need, like I li- I live on Twitter. But I just I don't know how that happened. I don't either. I really don't. I'd love to find our one post about the Undertaker when he retired. Oh my god. After Mania that uh, that just caught if fire. If I can find that, I'm going to just retweet it tonight. <laughs> um I don't know. Danny Cage tweeted 5 hours ago. I I like that. Controversial take. Not sure the product in the 80s and 90s is over as much as it was in WWF and WWE, if not for McMahon on commentary. Then after the transition into Mr. McMahon took it all to another level. I I actually agree with that statement. I think that's 100% spot on. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. Um, Just two uh, last minute uh, stories here. Uh, There's been a lot of speculation on Shane McMahon's WWE status after it was reported that he helped uh, with the Royal Rumble match, the men's Royal Rumble match. He's one of the producers. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Um, But apparently he was just lending a hand that weekend. It was noted by Meltzer uh, on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer that Shane is not officially working as a producer or an agent or any other role like that. He was simply helping out with the Rumble match. It was noted that Shane is usually not around on uh, show days. Oh, okay. So, um, which I'm not actually surprised by because, like, my understanding when he returned that he was, he returned as more of, like, an on-screen character. Correct. Not somebody backstage. I also have heard and and felt that when I heard the reports. And then, uh, and then lastly, congratulations, WWE superstars Mike and Maria Kanellis on the birth of their second child. Uh, On Monday afternoon, Maria announced the birth of their first son, Carver Mars Bennett. He was born at 3.07 p.m. on Monday, weighing 8 pounds and uh, and coming in at 20 and a half inches. So congratulations. So good-sized baby there. So congratulations to the Canellises. Congratulations. To, that should be... The, you um, had a baby. Did you actually watch Ms. and Mrs. last night? I did. I was tweeting I'm it. I'm so proud of you. I tweeted you got about a, it. You got a like back from Maurice. I didn't fucking watch a second of a gym. Oh, I saw Maurice. It, Ryan. Maurice tweeted, how are you liking the episode? And I responded, of course, it's one of our favorites. And she was like, like ski. And she didn't like any other tweet other than that one when I responded. So uh, I, and I went back and checked. We were the only one that she liked. Um, Johnny so Ace is a piece of shit. I did not watch any of it. I have zero intention Man, of watching it. Ryan. It was just for social media play, and it just worked. Come around on it, Ryan. And it worked. All right, Ryan. Let's close this thing out. Where can people follow you? L e e i b sports dot com. Well, we that's where we stream 
daily and live, but where can they follow you? What a maneuver. Well, that's where you can whatamaneuver.net. That's where we get our, our merchandise. Yeah, that's where... Patreon.com slash Three Count Thursday. Well, that's, that's where people can hear the uh, pre-show post-show, which is a, a great extra bonus content for only $2 a month. Twitter and Instagram at R-Y-N Eagle. R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. That's, that's, that's the one. That's the one. Well done, Ryan. I'm proud of you. All right. Make sure you're following the show, Three Count Thursday, on all of our social media platforms. I'm at Big Jim Sports on Twitter. You can uh, also make sure... Oh, Mickey James. Um, you can also make sure, please subscribe to our uh, to all of our podcast feeds. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Android, all of that stuff. Make sure you're subscribed there. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, as well. Again, 3CountThursday.com. That's where you will find all of it. I know Matt just posted a, uh, a interview with, uh, with Vanity, a uh, longtime guest multiple time guest of the show vanity so make sure you check that interview out as well uh over at threecountthursday.com but uh you know enjoy it get out get see some independent wrestling this weekend if you don't know where to uh find independent wrestling email us reach out to us we'll help you find a company uh for everybody that followed along with us in the live video tonight for no matter how long you were with us we appreciate you being with us And uh, until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.